Live, Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. do this interview for a very, very long time. Um, Darren Hayes has been an inspiration to me as a songwriter. He has been, um, I, I love his music. I'm a fan. He's entertained me for a really long time. So I'm really appreciative of that. We can just play the music all through. And the source of some of your dreams? And the source of a few of my dreams. I won't pretend that he wasn't on my list before. And by before, I mean up until about a minute ago because, you know, he's in the studio and we're really excited about that. So, um, yeah, you can't have a list in entertainment, right? No, not at all, because then you get to meet the people or you choose to interview those people because they're on your list. Oh, so who would you be interviewing next? Kyle Chandler. Oh, I called that earlier. Our friends are in the studio with us today. It's a little perk of, you know, being radio show hosts. You what, get to come in when you you're call, a fan Polly? of somebody. What I called. I said, he's going to say, I, I, we're, we were talking about lists in the green room. And I said, uh, I'll tell you who's on my list. Darren's on my list. And they said, who's on Monk's list? And I said, Kyle Chandler. Do you know who that is? And in unison, they said, no. Okay. Well, that's fine. There's more Kyle Chandler I said, for me. Okay. So I said, Kyle Chandler. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Bradley uh, Cooper. I, no, no, but I did say Chris Evans. Oh, Captain America. Absolutely. Um, God Channing bless Tatum. Captain America. Yes, yes, he could. He's and my dear John. Yeah. Dear John. That was a sitcom in the 80s. In it was the United also States. an Academy Award not nominated movie that Channing Tatum was in. I see. So, welcome everyone to the Polly and Monk Show. I am Polly David, and with me as always is my fiance, best friend, love of my life, person who pisses me off the most, person that I piss off the most, Ed Marco, but you can call him Monks. 
Hi, monks. Can I ask? Can I tell you what the funniest thing that you said to me in the last couple of weeks is? Please do. Are you watching football? I said that because <laughs> it was on TV, and you you had just woken up from a nap. Did I say it like disgusted? <laughs> totally confused. <laughs> Are you watching football? I do want to give uh, well football. I do want to give a shout out to all of our fans in the UK because we love you guys so much. We know speaking we need of to get- football. Speaking of football, we know we need to get out there. You guys are the best. We're going to come out there soon. Um, thank you for all of our new Twitter followers. Um, you can follow us at Polly and Monks, of course. Our guest today is Darren Hayes. We're going to be with him in just a few minutes. I'm really nervous. Right? Why are you nervous? You've interviewed tons of people before. Do you think tons I sound like him when I sing? Yes, you I've absolutely heard that a couple do. times before. I can't remember. Give us a sample. No. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, did sing one of his songs in your one-man show last year. I sang... Uh, did you say sang? I, like, I sang. Did I you sang. say sang? I sang. You said sang. I sang. You I don't sound like know the you Bachelorette. Anymore. You put a G Oh, sound I put a hard G. I sang. Yeah. That's a turn I off. I'd like to visit you for a while. Yeah, it was so good. Um, well, it wasn't good, but I liked singing it. So um, we will be your official MCs of the U.S. Bank main stage at Palm Springs Pride on November 2nd and 3rd in Palm Springs, California. I'm really excited because um, Berlin featuring Terry Nunn is performing. And you may remember a little ditty called The Metro or Take My Breath Away from Top Gun. She takes my breath away. And she will be our guest next week as well. That is a coincidence. Right. Is it really? Um, on October 31st, we have film producer and LGBT activist J.D. DeSalvatore and David Stern, who is the publisher of um, Frontiers. Frontiers is a magazine in Los Angeles, and I think across the U.S. there are, are you know, he's the he's the publisher of Frontiers Los Angeles. It's a free publication they pass out in homosexual establishments, and they're going to be here to talk about like the- Like Starbucks? Um, Yes, about the gay wedding expo that's going to be happening. I read it for the articles. <laughs> and they are um, they're going to be here, and we're going to have a good time with them. And that's did you say be, what date it was? Yeah, it's going to be on. I'm about to. It's going to be on Halloween, and you and I are going to be in costume. We are. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous about that. What do you think? I, I think it's going to be fun. We I, do have our costumes, and I think you guys are going to be very happy with them. Yeah, I think you make a great Minnie Mouse. Uh, it's be cool. I, I can't do a Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell everyone how to watch live? Sure. If you're on ToadHopNetwork.com, simply click on the little TV icon, and you're there. Boom. You're there. Our shows, I, I, I want, there's some... Um, a lot of people are having trouble finding our shows. You can go to Toad Hop Network and go to our page, Polly and Monks, or you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. We prefer that you do both, of course. And we are going to put descriptions for our shows up very soon. We have dates on them now. Um, but we have some really fantastic guests coming up. On November 7th, we have Shoshana Bean, which she, she she's is. Fantastic. She's amazing. Okay. I want to talk about okay. Oh, and then we went to LA Fashion Week this week to um, celebrate our friend Milan Breton's collection. That was our first fashion show ever. It was amazing. It I was know. it was way more fun than I ever thought it would be. Is it weird being in the front row of a fashion of a runway? Well, even more so. It was a friend of ours, somebody who has been on the show, and it's just a fa- fantastic collection. Like yeah. I really wanted to wear all those things. I'd like to see you in a few of those. And I'd like to see you in a bikini. Like, like the ones with the 20 feet terrain? Just like, which is totally impractical. Just like but a bikini with beautiful. balls out of each side. Yeah. There you go. Polly That's and Monks. Disgusting. So, uh, Nobody wants to see it that. It was really fun. You know what's cool about sitting in the front? And we, we watched a few of the collections. So some of them, like, you can really see what the models look like up close. Which you, you don't want. Not always. Want, so sometimes the shoes on. are too big and they can't walk. Sometimes there are snags up so, in, a, up in a, you know, the clothes. Sometimes they didn't get to see the dermatologist when they showed up. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. And so the padding in the back of their shoes was falling out on the runway. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't great. But uh, Milan's uh, was great. Oh, and our friend Michael Costello. Both guys were on Project One Runway, a little show you may have heard of. Project with One Way. Project, I'm Barbara Walters all of a sudden. <laughs> They're both on fucking Project One Way with Heidi Quum and Tim Gunn. You know, remember Sherry O'Terry was on the show and she did she did her Barbara Walters impression. <laughs> it's so funny. She says something and then hits you hard. We were at Milan Berton's show on the runway. <laughs> it's so funny. I want to tell Sherry O'Terry. So okay, so of course Darren Hayes is in our studio today. He is 
he was the lead singer of Savage Garden. He has an amazing solo career. He has a lot of fun things coming up. And our guest last week, Walter... Oh, I just went through puberty on the air. Did you hear that? Our guest last week, Walter, <laughs> Walter. Afanasieff, uh, wrote the song Insatiable from Darren's first solo album. It's Spin. such a sexy song. Oh, my God. I love it. I want to make sweet love to that. And Darren. So... <laughs> um, so Walter, I'm okay with one of the two. Okay, Walter was talking. <laughs> Walter was talking about the process with Darren, and he was saying how amazing it was to be in just you know in the capacity with such a genius like Darren. And he said it was one of the best things he's ever worked on. Right. Um, and Darren responded by tweeting Walter and saying working with him was like working with pure platinum. Yep. So <laughs> that interview, by the way, um, it, it was a little controversial. Yeah, surprisingly, there were some people that were not as happy with us as usually. It's just fun and love and yeah. rainbows on the show. And I kind of and... thought it was. So basically, we talked a lot about Mariah Carey, which, first of all, I want to say that this was a Walter interview, not Mariah Carey. So the stuff that we talked about Mariah <laughs> Carey was kind of a bonus, but I'm glad we did. We made every single Mariah Carey fan blog, which thank you, and thank you to the haters. Um, <laughs> we got They just want more and more and more and more. So Walter will be back in our studio. I'm kind of excited about that. Was that your first um, – were those your first haters, babe? Uh, except for you, yeah. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> when you don't like my cooking? Yeah, other than that, it's, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, some other guests. But they're very passionate, which I appreciate. And do we say Walter's coming back? So yeah, that's going to that. be fantastic. So we can It's going to be good. Questions. Maybe we'll talk about Mariah. Maybe we won't. We will. And he has a lot. I mean, when we were in the green room after the interview, he was like, oh, I forgot to tell you this about Jessica Simpson. I forgot to tell you this about this person. You're going to give the tease? What? You're I know. Give the tease? I mean, he says some juicy, juicy stuff, guys. It yeah. was juicy. And it was really fun. And he's just a really good guest. He has tons of stories. He's currently working with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And he drops he, he drops the people that he he works with every day as if it's, you know, Joe Schmo down the street. It, so we're hanging out with him after the show, and he's talking about, you know, oh, yeah, I was in the studio with Barbara and Babyface today, and, uh, you know, Lady Gaga's coming in, and Beyonce's coming in, and blah, blah, blah. I was like... Are, are those names released? I'm like, this is your... This is what you talk about? I'm like, want to go to In-N-Out Burger? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what you talk about? And then we did. <laughs> and then we did. I'm like, you know... George is coming over this week. <laughs> He's going to help me with the project. <laughs> He's like, I was hanging out with Babyface <laughs> and Sting. <laughs> so, so funny. Are you looking so forward good. to Palm Springs Pride? Um, oh, I think it's going to be really ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Because you got to do, you were running back and forth literally from one stage to the other last year. Totally. Now we get to focus on just one main stage oh my God. at a time. Last year was rough because I was, I was literally running back and forth from a little stage to the main stage because I was only hosting a little stage because there was a friend of ours performing on it and the main stage MC didn't show up. Right. It, at all. No. At all. So the main stage MC didn't show up. You were like the pinch up. hitter. And I was literally running, but I got to run past the manhunt.com booth every time. So I was running the – like I was sweating when I got on stage, but no one could tell. Yeah. So uh, – well, I just pretend like I just like doused beer all over me like flash dance. So um, – It was also Palm Springs where it's like 100 degrees even yeah. when it's cool. So. Yeah. So I was like, what's up, Palm Springs? And it's a bunch of bears. And they were like, what's up, Polly <laughs> And – or actually, you know what is so funny to me when there's like a really big super manly dude like wearing chaps and like a – goatee and he's bald and he has chains and shit and he's like i'll have an apple teeny <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing isn't, ever. isn't that your drink polly no oh sorry that's a white wine spritzer i made you order <laughs> okay this is monk's like favorite story to tell so i made <laughs> i wanted a white wine spritzer and i made him order it for me <laughs> no that's not my favorite story you want to know what my favorite story is? yes it's when i came home late a couple weeks ago um I think we'd gone to Disneyland, and I went came home with a friend because you wanted to go home early, and I went into the I went into the room, and you were already asleep, and you were like, "Honey, are you are you mad, or is that just regular?" Because I was banging pots and I was like cleaning, doing dishes, Why and that's how you you were, you were like, "Are you are you mad?" Or are you just regular? <laughs> and so I just said, I'm regular. Just go back to sleep. That was after Disneyland? That was after Disneyland. Do you remember? Well, we went to Gay Days Disneyland, and I was so tired. I was just so tired. And then you I, you left with our friend Daniel, and um, we... 
I, I just got nervous because I just looked at Darren. So, um, <laughs> so basically, um, you left early and you came home and you were making an insane amount of noise. I, I don't was, understand why. I was why. doing dishes. That's so all I was, like, I are was you mad? doing. No. Why are you mad at me? I was just regular. Oh, you can put on your headphones now. Oh my goodness. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome oh. Darren Hayes. Oh my goodness. How are you? Well, you know how I am. Because I know I've how been, you are. I've just moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. And I emailed you before this interview, and you were so lovely and told me all the tips about traffic. Trying to. Okay, it took me almost two and a half hours to drive here. To go what, like seven miles? Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. I it's... mean, and I had allowed for this, and I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Come back. But we're I'm here. So actually, we played it here. off like you were already yeah, here. Yeah, we, we so, were actually. So, oh. so thanks for getting had, on screen, If he Darren, hadn't thrown me off by being day, like, so cute and gorgeous and like so nice, <laughs> I, was, I was already saying you were in the studio. Oh, I was, I was actually lying. We, I were was lying. we were covering for you. I can't lie about anything. <laughs> so yeah. when he walked in, I was like, uh, uh, Disneyland, what? I have a story about Disneyland and Darren, by the way. Oh, so when I was, this is a good intro. Yeah, I'm obsessed I, with Disneyland. P.S. I can't see. I'm putting these on. So when I, I, I'm not Darren no, Hayes. No, that's no, Darren I'm Hayes. Obsessed. I'm obsessed with Disneyland. So are we. We got engaged at Disneyland no, last did. November. That's so amazing. Uh, almost yeah. a year ago. So um, I met Darren at Disneyland when I was like in my early, well, maybe not early 20. Yeah, kind of. Of like early 20s like 20 okay, years ago i have all these questions about this now was okay. i there being escorted around as a pop star or was i just like a pleb i'm not sure i would i didn't meet you in a pleb atmosphere or nor did i meet you as a pop star i mean i was i recognized you because i was a fan but it was here's what was weird okay so i i was just like i'm a fan and you were so nice to me you were so nice to oh, me i'm so glad to hear that yeah <laughs> <laughs> imagine if i was like if you were like, and you were so awful to I know, me. That's why we brought you on the show oh, no. for revenge. That's the yeah, only reason. <laughs> revenge. Um, he was so nice to me. And then what was weird is they were doing like some choir competition and they played the song Affirmation. And wow. I was like, okay, so that would have been like 2000. Yeah, but I was like, that's an odd choice of a song because it wasn't like a single in the United States. No. Yeah. No. So, but it was fun. Oh, so cool. Hi, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank I you love for your show. Thank, Thank you. you. I so loved much. your interview with Walter. I'm such oh. a fan of Walter and he's my friend. Totally. Yeah, which is so weird. Yeah, it's But crazy. I watched, and I, it was such a great interview. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Like, Pleasure. So this is your first interview in a year. In a year. And I, I have nothing to plug. It's so funny. I really just loved the show. Thank you. And uh, you had written to my assistant a few times. And yeah. I just was like, oh, they're so lovely. I have to do the show. So I'm here. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad. That's yeah, so I, I mean, this is one of the rare times, because I always go through publicists. I don't like to do personal stuff, but I was like, I tweeted, I tweeted Darren. And I'm I said, so glad you did. I am too. So now yeah. you're here, and we have a lot of questions. I know you. my fans are oh, amazing, but sorry, yeah, are. sorry if we've all stalked you. No, <laughs> no, I love it. Good we stuff. love it, and we thank you guys. Thank you guys for Pleasure. following us. Thank you so much for tweeting it out. And um, so why haven't just because you haven't don't have anything to plug? Is that why you haven't done interviews? Well, I really took it. I made a big swan song about it. I took. I made a point of taking an, a year off. So and t it's so strange. Today is the two year anniversary of of my last album. So two years ago, secret. And battleships. I put out my Happy last birthday. album. Thank you. <laughs> and just over a year ago was my last live date for that album in the okay. UK. And wow. I just made this big deal about how I wanted to take a whole year off to do stuff that didn't involve stuff. Right. So that's what I was. That yeah, that's why I came here. And uh, it's been a year, so I guess I should get back out there. So that's why get I'm back here. out there. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. And you know, I, I mean, are you in the studio? Are you writing new no, music? No. Yeah, well, no, I'm not making any new music. I'm working on a show. Okay. My big thing is next year I want to do... Darren just said his big thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My statistically average thing is, and I have measured it, is um, essentially I'm, I want to do a one-man show next year. That's amazing. So it's kind of like a musical, but every song is a song. It's the songs of my career. Have you oh, done nice. something in anything like this before? No, I started, it's funny because at the moment I have been, I'm doing all sorts of study, like I'm at the Groundlings. Um, am I, wow. Doing improv? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I did, a, I first of all did like an intro course, now I'm in their core track, which is crazy. Like I, I'm with students and some, some of them are sort of 15, 20 years <laughs> younger than me. Um, but I've been doing that and doing You're five some, years old. Doing some <laughs> acting lessons and stuff, but all because I want to pour this into a show next year. So... I've done 20 years of making music and now I want to take those songs and put them on stage and tell 
essentially my life story. That's amazing. Ah, oh, I did a one-man show last year, and I sang one of Darren's songs in oh, it. Oh, wow. So we, it was called Desperately Seeking Polly, which was a Madonna reference, which we're going to play a Madonna oh game God. tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Madonna. Sorry about Madonna, it. I did not teach you how to... Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, why don't you just have some water? And I was stretch. a dancer. I was a different kind of dancer. I was a dancer in the '60s. I took a lot of drugs. <laughs> I remember when Madonna's mother died. I was so upset. I wanted to talk to Madonna. <laughs> oh anyway, my God, Moira McFarlane. Moira McFarlane. <laughs> I taught her how to insert a tampon. Okay, see, I wasn't sure not if I very could say well that on my dad. <laughs> Madonna, I did not teach you how to insert a tampon. You see and if we got you... into bed naked together, I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember that either. I remember looking at her bush. Um, we're doing truth or dare quotes. Uh, you're also obsessed with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. And you auditioned. You auditioned for Star oh, Wars. Oh, I know. Isn't that sad? Um, and I'm still auditioning now. I, my agent here in LA, I'm like, you know, they're making new movies. Get me in there. Is that why you're doing all the classes for it acting? It isn't. No, seriously. I started to do stand up and. The acting stuff, not because I want to become an actor. I'm a musician. I'm a performer. I'm a songwriter. That's my, my thing. If I end up doing some acting stuff, that would be so fun. But no, all that training was really for one-man show because I wanted it to be theatrical. I can't wait. But I don't – believe me, it's not like I'm not going to try to elbow my way into a Star Wars uh, film. Hello. <laughs> do you think – okay, so how do you Please. like that – how do you like uh, Disney acquiring the Star Wars franchise? I'm cool with it because I love J.J. Abrams. Yeah, isn't he, he amazing? He's incredible. Yeah. And look, I, I'm, a, I'm a Disney fan. I love what Disney did with Marvel. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Marvel films are incredible. J.J. Abrams is a great director. Kathleen Kennedy, who's producing those films, is a genius. Yeah. So uh, Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote The Empire. I mean, he's the guy that wrote the line, I love you. I know. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's so good. Be, the films are going to be great. Oh, that, yeah. I think so, too. We yeah. had um, George, in here? Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best, who, who played, played George Orbeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's it's a clumsy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I love that. I love it so much. Are you so? Do you you have no interest in acting otherwise? No, I do, but it's not my. Uh, it's, it's look. I feel so grateful for my life and f- for my career, and everything that I'm doing at the moment is just about joy. And because I'm married to a, a, a an ex theater director, and I started at university, I should have been an actor. I started off and I got into an acting course, and then I kind of gave it all up because music was and is my first passion. Yeah. But um, if it happens, it would be fab and fun, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's crazy. I've had to work with a dialect coach. I'm not going to do it for you, but to work on a U.S. accent. Really, do it for us. No, <laughs> uh, but I'm okay at it actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too bad. You've done it a little it. bit already. Yeah, and it's yeah. Ju- it's been fun. I, the whole experience for me has been just about expanding as a as a human being and just enjoying my life. Yeah. Yeah, right. theater like and stage, as an artist. It's it's just a different beast, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I mean, we well, you've toured the world, so you kind of know, but theater's a little bit different, totally. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. It's it's kind of strange. Do you think you're going to so you're going to tour with this show then? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it's so funny that I'm even talking about it. I've I've basically just half written the show. I'm working with my director, Willie Williams, and Willie is the guy who's done all of my shows, but he's most famous as the director of every U2 stadium show you've ever seen. Wow. So when he's not doing Those these, small things? Yeah, but he's not doing these <laughs> massive, world-breaking shows. He works on my tiny little shows. And so we will develop something. It, look, it might just be that I do four or five shows in the U.S. and I decide... That's not happening. Please it do might. Los Angeles. That's it, not it happening. It might be, or yeah. it might be that it's just, I love it so much, I want to take it around the world. I don't yeah. know. But I, all I can tell you is that it's coming from a very organic place of just, I'm writing it. I'm realizing that I love, I've got so many songs that are so autobiographical. I can talk about my first ever crush and sing a song like Chain to You, you know. Oh, I can yes, please. sing about the childhood that I had and sing a song like Two Beds in a Coffee Machine and these are so raw she and real. Takes another step. Yeah, yeah, a beautiful I know song. Him. I <laughs> yeah, listen to you sing. I know the song. Um, <laughs> oh, whatever. But you know that that would be the plan and some of it's really funny. Like some of the tragedy in my life is really hilarious and some of it some of the tragedy in my life is really sad and it makes it makes for a very theatrical show. It makes for great art. We were talking about that with Walter last week. You yes, know, when you're clever. when you and you saw the show. When you're mm. in your darkest moments, you yeah. kind of create some of your best work. I've right? offered to break up with Polly many times so he can write Just more write and more masterpieces. Music. Yes, please. Yeah. God, hopefully today's one of those days. Um, <laughs> we would be remiss not to talk about Savage Garden. Sure. Um, I mean. Just some of the music that defined really. I mean, I was an adult already, but you know, defined a lot of people's lives. And so, thank you for starters. What was that time in your life like? Incredible. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such a strange thing because it was such a short period of time and the songs had such an incredible impact on my life. And then it, the reason I'm here today, the reason I can live in the United States is because of the success of, of the band and, and, and what we did together. So that was incredible. But it was very strange in that I was in a band with somebody who decided <laughs> after we'd sold 20 million albums that they didn't want to be famous and That's didn't want really to do weird. it anymore, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah, because we were at the peak of our of our success when the band split up, and that um, you know that really I'm so grateful now, but you know that really forced me to have to evolve and become a solo artist. Of course, everything up up until that moment was almost um, at the end of an era after the mid 2000s. I think the music industry as we know it dismantled, and I'm not cynical about it, but today people complain, and it's a very different world. But back then it was. Private jets. It was, yeah. let's shoot a music video for a million dollars, and if we don't like it, let's shoot another one, and we don't like that one, let's shoot another one. Wow. Amazing. Great. To the moon and back, they shot three music videos that cost $1 million each. Oh, my wow. gosh. And only one? And did you release all three? We released two. two. The one you never saw was called Boy in a Bubble. Oh. And there was a lot of saran wrap. <laughs> yes. Ooh, hot. So, uh, well, obviously, I mean, it's very famous. But it was but incredible. But yes, it was yeah. an amazing period. Was there a feud? Uh, after, only afterwards. There was a feud afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Daniel. I mean, to, and to this day, I mean, I, I, I am virtually a Zen Buddhist in that I love him and love anyone that's ever hurt me. I, I think you just kind of have to forgive people, and I forgive him. Um, I did not like the way he handled himself when the band split up because yeah. it was his decision and he let me take the blame for it. Oh, yeah, I remember hard. that. You, yeah. There was a there was some sort of uh, press release or something like that that came out early. Yeah, he held a press conference and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and told the world that, it, that the band breaking up was... Before a, you said anything. Yes. He said okay. it... He's, well, no. He, he said that it was the first he'd ever heard of it, which was... It wasn't true, and it was really hurtful. Yeah. And, and I think for a long time I had been waiting for him to take responsibility and say, hey, look, right. years later, yes, this was my decision. Sorry right. if Darren took the blame, but he never did that. And that made my life really difficult. For sure. five or six years, it was very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, but I love him. Do you? Have him. you spoken? Briefly. Um, we always got to the point where... Um, I've always said to him, you, you owe me an apology. So if you're ready to get out there one day yeah. and apologize and take responsibility for what you did, and he's always chosen not to do that. Does he owe you a public apology? Yes. Yes. All I, right. I believe he does. I kind of feel that way too. Yeah. I think, I mean. But the, having said that, I, I mean, this sounds, it isn't cynical, but I don't want one now because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in the band. Um, you're in a different place. Yeah, I would never reform the band, and you're not supposed to say never, but I just wouldn't. Right. Would you ever perform with him again? No, never. No. Wow, no. no, boo. No, it's it's hard. Well, I mean, but, it's hard but that's for where you are now. That, but, but there are yeah. people that are. Well, why do you yeah. think it's so hard for? I mean, that was. I really wasn't going to like kind of discuss that oh, era, but I was going to talk about mm. why do you think it's so personal to people? Why do you think people care about the specifics so much? For the same reason. Oh, why do people care about the specifics mm -hmm. of the breakup? Yeah. Um, because I think it's like a marriage in a lot of ways. I think if you, you know, when you are a fan of an artist, you want to believe um, that it's all harmony behind the scenes. And, and yeah, I think it, yeah, that's true. It crystallizes a period in your life. So if your happy memories at school were those records, you want mum and dad to get back together. Right. Because you want the happy memories. Yeah. And my take has always been I'm very grateful for those memories. I have never really. I've never drawn a line in the sand. I've just continued on. If you if you see me live, I've never stopped playing songs. Right. No, you still play the songs. And I was the singer and the co-writer of those songs. So from my point of view, that era hasn't ended for me. It's just continued. I understand, though, and I love my Savage Garden fans, and I totally understand why they would want the band to get back together. Yeah. But it's like, honestly, it would be like me saying to you, why don't you get back into a relationship with that awful relationship you had? Right. Because right. that would make me happy. But it's unhealthy. Right. And another yeah. thing, are there are tons of musicians as talented mm -hmm. as Daniel, as talented as you that he can work with. There are tons of people as talented as me. It's not, not to take it. We had a very magical connection. And I yeah. never, never say that, you know, he wasn't anything other than 50% of that. He was yeah. an incredible talent. And together, I loved what we did. But it was then, you know, and and... 
Isn't it amazing what a short period of time, like what an impact a short period of time can make <laughs> mm-hmm. in your life and in yeah. the lives of others? So weird. It's extraordinary. So, then you, you embark on a solo career uh-huh. that is just, I, I mean, the music, the lyrics, you're you're definitely, I mean, I, you're such an inspiration to me personally as oh. a writer. But I mean, so Spin, uh-huh. um, tell us about the evolution of that and Insatiable. You worked with Walter. Walter, I know yeah. Um, oh, gosh. So I've had four solo albums and one sort of secretive side freak project called We Are Smug. Um, Spin was the first record. I love it more today than I did at the time. If I'm honest to you, at the time I was under so much pressure. Yeah, and label was, pressure. Label pressure, um, pressure to really be as successful as Savage Garden, and I just knew that that wasn't possible. Right. Commercially, energetically, spiritually, whatever. I realised that 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 this was a new career. Yeah. And um, there was a lot of pressure on me, I think, and I I wasn't quite sure who I was as an artist then, and I think that record now, I can hear that I'm. I'm trying to find my feet. I was I had the luxury of working with just the genius that is Walter A. And he's just he's so sweet. Oh, he's incredible and he's he's an, he people use the word genius very frequently and and too too frequently and he is a genius. He's he's a just a complete master. And I learned so much from working with him. On I have record. to say that he says the same about you, oh, that it's one of his like best experiences. One of the happiest moments of my life, one of my favorite recording experiences. My, wow. I've got two blissful recording experiences, and one was Spin, and another was a record that most people wouldn't know called This Delicate Thing We've Made. And it's yeah. an album I made after I got married to my husband, and I just felt like we were in our honeymoon period. But most other records are like a very difficult childbirth. And they should they should be. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, because it's like an accomplishment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the more difficult it is, you know, the the sweeter the juice. Yes. You, you have such sometimes. a sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're just fucking over it. I mean, I don't think you always have to suffer to, to make joyful art or whatever, but I can tell you with spin, um I was probably a bit cocky and there was a lot of expectation on me. I mean, at the time I did have the label heads literally dancing on tables telling me that I was going to win a Grammy for best male vocalist. There were hella- I mean, I'll tell some of this in my show, but the conference calls and the meetings and the decisions about my hair. I mean, it was hilarious. <laughs> but it makes you believe it. I mean, you were at a time when I mean, you were you were huge with Savage Garden. Yes, and they and, wanted that to continue. Right. Yeah. And you and and in a way it helps it makes you believe that that's going to happen. So, yeah. I mean, age and maturity and experience lends to growth, I think, yeah, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> and look, I would never have been able to make any of the records I made afterwards had Spin been had it sold 10 million albums and had I become Justin Timberlake, which is, that was, <laughs> that was someone I could have become. And sure. obviously we all love Justin. He's incredible. Yeah. But that wasn't meant for me. What is sure. meant for you? What, what kind of career now? Like what the one kind I have. Of, the one you have. Yeah. What kind of, so do you consider yourself a pop star? Yes. And what kind of, so you just want to continue the same, like the same, uh, genre and no. those kind of things what do you want to do what's new so, for you i want to uh <laughs> continue to grow yeah yeah i think that the way i look at my life and my career is that i've tasted it all and i've had this incredible opportunity and luck and uh to have this commercial success so i've i've, I've achieved that and that gave financial rewards and it changed my life and it changed my family's life and it gave me creative freedom and then I had some spectacular belly flops, which humbled me and gave me the opportunity to have to crawl back in the cave and reinvent myself, which I did with albums like The Tension and The Spark. And even with my last album, you know, these were records that were made when I felt like I was down for the count. Yeah. And then you just kind of come back swinging. So I'm sort of done with the model of um, making a song, taking it to radio and hoping radio will play it for you. Look, Madonna doesn't get played on Top 40 She radio. doesn't. No, so not anymore. Darren Hayes ain't going to get played on Top 40 <laughs> Radio, and I'm cool with that. But it could. You never know. One well, song knows? could change everything, but Maybe, it's such but a weird world. I don't try for it, nor, nor do I feel slighted by it. I mean, sometimes my fans will say, oh, you know, don't you feel like you should be? No, I don't f- just feel like I deserve to be there because I've been there, and I had my shot when I was 24. And now when Katy Perry or... Um, Miley Cyrus. I mean, I'm sorry. Say what you want about Miley Cyrus. Um, not a fan of the tongue, 
But you cannot <laughs> tell me that Wrecking Ball isn't an absolutely oh that's, that's what we say too. Song. And yeah. I didn't love Roar, and I still don't. But that Walking on Air performance on Saturday Night Live. I'm obsessed with it. I, yeah. It changed me. Katy Perry we're talking about here. Yeah. yeah. But um, look, this is what Top 40 Radio is for. It's for these yes. people. And when these people are 42... They will be on your show it talking about <laughs> their revolution. Because they won't come on now. I'm, look, I'm putting Katy Perry on like, my list. Look, you can't, <laughs> Gaga's like, who? You can't sustain that kind of um, intensity. And, and I look, I think there are very real examples of people who have tried to. You know, if you know anything about me, I'm a massive Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. I believe in some ways that, that it's almost like a toxic level of fame that when it gets you, that pressure, the the enormity of being that person, you can go two ways. One of them is Michael Jackson and one of them is Madonna. I love Madonna. Madonna so is a workhorse. Madonna is a consummate professional. Um, but, you know, that is 24 hours a day. It's a life. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lifestyle. It's, like, a, it's, it's a discipline. That's all she does. It's a discipline. It Absolutely. She's an Olympic athlete at what she does. Yeah. But they weren't playing Michael Jackson on the radio either. I mean, people, yeah. like, if you think about it, Michael Jackson's, you know, I mean, he was obviously famous his whole life, mm-hmm. but the bulk of his adult career was from thriller to probably dangerous. Yeah. Right. Yes, and I think a lot of the curse that haunted him was chasing that success. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I so totally sad. appreciate always being asked about Savage Garden, but I think sometimes there's this assumption. Someone said this to me on Twitter the other day. Someone said, because uh, I get into it on Twitter, and I have no yeah, problem. Yeah, we see that. And someone said, uh, oh, you know, don't you get disappointed that you don't make the kind of money that you used to make or you don't have the hits that you kind of make? And my response was essentially, but that's your level that's your definition of what success is your personalization yeah. people personalize it. my you know and and when you're a fan of an artist i guess you feel if they're not number one that you're failing as well like gaga fans will be devast- devastated that it's true get to when madonna one, doesn't make number one i take it personally right yeah i don't know why I, but i follow the charts and i know and it doesn't girl mean that- gone wild should have gone to number one i just have to throw that in there. i love that whole album um it's so good but you know i don't think that um and i appreciate it and it's a very sweet thing for your audience to do for you but it also limits you it does and yeah. i just look the minute the band broke up i'm telling you and i have this in an email from willie williams my director we both agreed that I was never going to be as commercially successful as the band, and that was okay. That's that great. That was okay. Because that's that Willie like, Williams slash therapist slash, slash mentor. <laughs> mentor. Slash, <laughs> because it doesn't man. define success for some people. Some people it does. I mean, I think Madonna wants, wants it. I think mm. Madonna is still hungry. Listen, I have no sympathy for someone who has the biggest grossing tour of no, the last 12 no months. You know, it's yeah. like, dude, who cares if she didn't get played on the radio? First of all, bitch stands on her head. <laughs> she dances better than her backup dancers. Absolutely. Oh my God. At her age. Look, that's ridiculous. It's like, come on. She's she's the she's the role model. She's the queen. She's the best. All right. So I we we want to get to some fan questions. Sure. We started a little bit late. Let's do some fan questions and then we're gonna play the Madonna trivia. Right. You gotta come back. I'll come back anytime. Yeah. We're gonna I do owe his, you his second interview in a year. <laughs> Let's Paul's do it. Gonna be, right. Well, and just please know we have you have we have fans. You have fans oh from gosh. all over the, the world. Some people are staying up till three a.m. in England just to Hi, listen guys. to this Thank interview. You. So, so hello, hello to all our British Turkish fans, fans. and Turkish fans Russian too. Fans. Wow, Turkish Russian. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So, Darren, this is from uh, Venus Lynn. She wants to know: In the past, you had mentioned adopting a child. Is that something you would still like to do? Oh my God, uh, no. <laughs> all right, we're doing right. lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> Uh, why did you, Erica would like to know, why did you choose to move to California? Why not New York or some other state? I had absolutely missed living in California for so long, and the blessing in my life was meeting Richard. I went to England on a whim, never thought I would ever find love, and found big love, and he is the best thing I ever did in my life. Yeah, where did and you I find him? I love him so much. In a pub? No. Drinking Boddington's? No. I'll I'll talk about exactly where I found him in my show, but uh, I tell everyone it was a party, but it actually wasn't a party. He was made for me, honestly. And, uh, and, I went you, to, and you knew you loved him before he met you, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, all of that stuff. Of and I, I, I was in England for 10 years, and sometimes I would get sad and miss California. I, I used to live in uh, San Francisco, and we didn't want to repeat that story. We wanted a new story, and yeah. that's why we're in L.A. Cool. Do you like L.A.? I love it. Me too. Apart from the traffic. And, yes, me and, too. And that brings us to this question. Olga from St. Petersburg would like to know, what do you like most about Los Angeles? 
how welcome I feel. I mean, it's the kind of town where um, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. I've been writing with people, not for me, but writing with Rick Knowles or in the studio with like indie artists or pop artists. Going I've to been, movies. Going to movies all the time. I've been... Um, it's like you turn up and you say you're an actor and someone says, yeah, of course you are. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I had a meeting with my, with my agents here and I was like, you know, I've never really acted, but I'd like to. And she's like... Yeah, of course you should, right. I'm going to put you up for role on Glee. Now, I didn't get it because essentially they wanted someone who was Latino and I tried to swing that, but it didn't happen. <laughs> but it wasn't, He's trying that accent out at Groundlings still. But it wasn't <laughs> even a question. It was just, I love, it's a very American thing, but I love the fact that if you, if you say it, you can be it. You know, it really is. It's amazing we have those opportunities yes. in this country and yeah. we don't even think about it. You know, we, yeah. take, we, we take these opportunities mm-hmm. As long as the think, government's open, we're fine. I yeah. think Los Angeles gets a bad re- has a bad reputation, but I've met some. I Listen, mean, I love it. You just can't th- can't come to LA and think that it's Hollywood or Hollywood Boulevard or anything like that. I live, you know, I walk to the to the beach every day of my life, and yeah. uh, it's incredible. It's so great. I mean, I was born here, and I love this town. I've met everyone here, including you know you monks, and you know some of my great friends here. Some have been on the show, and yeah. you know some I grew up with. So it's really I, I love this place. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really creative too. Kuwait would like to say hello. That's the whole country of Kuwait. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> Hi um, Kuwait. Love to go to Kuwait. <laughs> Joanne from Toronto would like to know what's been the best and worst thing about taking a year off. The worst thing is um, I'm very goal oriented. It's really difficult for me. I wasn't supposed to do anything this year, and so I ended up just you know studying improv theater. Who who does that? Me. Yeah. Um, and we ended up buying a house and all sorts of stuff. It was crazy, (laughs) moving house and whatever. But, um, that's been the worst thing. And the best thing has been, um, you know, spending time with my husband and also getting, we got to get married again in California, which was incredible. Oh, you did a couple months ago, right? Yeah. And that was an incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. And from a civil rights point of view, we felt blessed, really, really blessed. Nice. Amazing. Uh, Elizabeth Morton would like to know, would you ever consider writing a song for your mum? I do all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of my, it's funny, a lot of my love songs aren't romantic. Sometimes I'm talking about God or sometimes I'm talking about my sister or, or whatever. Um, and yeah, I think she's in everything. I, do. I wrote I was a just romantic on the song about mom. my sister. No, I'm just kidding. and darren's a mama's boy oh all right let's do one more and then we're going to get to our game all right so many questions so i apologize if we didn't get to your question i'm going to answer these on twitter uh tonight so i'll take these home and i'll tweet there you you go okay sinead would like to know is there one person that is your dream collaborator that you haven't collaborated with yeah, no one's going to know who it is, though. It's Jeff, it. Jeff Lynn from uh, English band ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. And if you cast um, your minds back... Xanadu? Hello! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I love Xanadu. I, I just, you just like... Now, I, Monks, I might leave you. You but might I, not leave Richard, well, but I don't care. I love Jeff stage. Lynn. Okay. Oh and my I love God. his vocal arrangements. And um, it has always been a dream of mine to do a record with Jeff. So who knows? That's fantastic. Yeah. That's, That's my amazing. favorite answer. <laughs> All right, you can do one more. Let's do one more. No, one more. Oh, yeah, you, we got so many. We got, is there a venue you'd like to play that you've never played? Yeah, go ahead. Tons. Oh, gosh, yeah. I want to play the Wilton Theater. I don't know that I've played there. Maybe oh, I'll play there that's right. Year. down Los the street. Yeah. yeah. You can do your one-man show there. Yeah. After took, you rehearse it, it in our living room. It took Maybe. me forever to okay. realize Wilton is Wilshire and Wilton. Uh, and Western. Oh. Wilshire plus Western. That's, oh. It's the corner. It's the original Brangelina as a street. Yeah, yeah it oh, is. It's ScarJo. You guys are crazy. There you go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Catch up. It's, it's Tomcat. Thank you. Hey, okay. is Katie Holmes dating Jamie Foxx? I don't know. I heard. Tomcat. <laughs> what are your uh, thoughts on having... Oh, sorry. This is from uh, House Darling. What are your thoughts on having fans pick your tour playlist by poll? Oh, I saw that tweet before. That's terrible. And that, ain't, <laughs> and that ain't ever gonna happen. Mostly because I can barely remember the lyrics. So it's like, please, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Okay. Now it's time for this game that you created for okay, us. Okay, so created. This is the ultimate Madonna trivia. Okay, guys, with this water bottle, I want you to show me how you give a blow dry. A uh, blow dry? <laughs> <laughs> she swallows. Truth the air. Um, I, I welcome you both to the ultimate Madonna trivia tournament on the Polly and Monk show. Vegas odds are even money, given that you both are self-proclaimed huge Madonna fans. Today's questions range from super cinchy to totally tough, and we'll test your knowledge of all things Madonna. You're going to lose. There's, oh, okay. here we we'll go. See. The trash we'll talking see. has started earlier today. Whatever. Those of you that don't read our email. So. <laughs> is this alcohol? It is. It's I, wine. I you. can't drink it because I'm driving, but thank you anyway. Oh. He also drinks only once a year. Mm-hmm. Is it, really? Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the occasion? 
Whenever I can become a drunkaholic, which is usually <laughs> New Year's Eve. Usually, sometimes I do a New Year's Eve show and every couple of years and I get quite drunk afterwards. Does it affect your voice? Yes, which yeah. is why I don't drink. Yeah. And also because my father was a drunkaholic. But apart from that, okay. yes. Oh, we, <laughs> we have another thing in common. I wasn't going to bring it up. I am Ed Marco, the Madonna Trivia Master, and the Trivia Master is always right. There will be three rounds. Round one is the trivia round with four questions per contestant. These questions have been randomly divided into two groups. He's serious. He group put on his A headphones. and Group B. Darren, as our guest, you get to choose. Would you like to choose questions from envelope A or B? If you answer cor- incorrectly, your competitor has the opportunity to steal for the point. Good luck, and good luck on your lucky stars to both of you. Oh, Thank well, you. obviously I'm going to choose B. You're going to choose B. Yeah. All right. Borderline. So I forgot that we're on camera now, so this is doesn't work as so well. So your stupid sound effect is just a sound effect it's now? It's still a sound effect, so <laughs> it's we're not a morning zoo. Okay, Darren, the first category of uh, round one, mm-hmm. or category one, is potpourri. Which Madonna song features the lyrics, you're just jealous because you can't beat me? What? <laughs> You're just jealous because you can't be me. I'm a gambler. 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 All right. Oh, one, point wow. for, one point for Darren. I told you he'd sing. Polly, which of her albums did Madonna dedicate to actor Sean Patton? True Blue. The coolest guy in the universe. Oh, we are tied at 1-1. One, one. Love Hearts. Category, <laughs> category two, Madonna in the media. Uh, Darren, as a guest on The Tonight Show in 1987, what famous fast food restaurant did Madonna tell Johnny Carson she used to work at? Wendy's. Good try. I know. But no. Polly. Dunkin' Donuts. No. Oh. <laughs> the correct answer is Arby's. I Arby's. used to work really? at Arby's. Did she Arby's. really work at Arby's? Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know. She said she did. Maybe it's just more for her backstory. She's Who a knows? of lies. Polly. Would you like curly fries or regular? <laughs> <laughs> Which she was closing her eyes when she asked that question. so clip. upsetting to me about these fries. <laughs> Somebody who knows something about fries better get up here immediately. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I told you you could not film me making fries. Somebody said some fat man in the front row gave me dirty looks. Oh, I swear to God. And Freddie, somebody, don't give me that look, Freddie. These fries look like a goddamn William Morris agent. If no one knows what we're doing. <laughs> Sorry. We're doing quotes from In Bed with Madonna or Truth or Dare. In anyway, Bed with Madonna overseas and yeah, Truth or Dare, Dare in, uh, in the United oh, States. This is, you guys are Come phenomenal. on, bring it. I need to. Okay, Paulie. This is ridiculous. Which Madonna album did not receive four stars in a Rolling Stone review? Oh my God! Was it Music, Bedtime Stories, Ray of Light, or Erotica? Which oh, one did not I receive was go four with stories? Hard candy, that's four my stars in a Rolling sto- sto- Stone review. Uh, can you give me the list again? Music, Bedtime Stories, Ray of Light, or Erotica? I'm going to go with Bedtime Stories. That is correct. What? So Paulie's yeah. up. Two, I will tell two, you one. something though. That's a total guess because. I, erotica and Ray of Light are my favorite, and music, for some reason, everybody loved, but <laughs> I, I, not my fave. But I, I love bedtime stories. Darren, what was your favorite Madonna album? Not your fave. Not at all. What's In your fact, fave? I, my favorite Madonna album, it's a tie between um, Like a Prayer and Ray of Light. Like a Prayer is definitely. Like a Prayer uh, and Ray of Light. Bedtime are the two Stories best. is number two to my top two least favorite Madonna <laughs> albums. <laughs> number I, one I is agree. Hard Candy. Candy. I would agree top. with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just don't like it when the Queen tries to be R&B. Yeah. That's Secret's true. Secret's a yeah. good song. Both of those. I like Secret, though. Yep. It's a great song. Yep. Okay, next to category Kings and Queens. Darren, who was Madonna's date when she attended the 1991 Academy Awards? Come on. Oh, please. Michael Jackson. All right. Polly, in her Like a Virgin performance during her 1985 Virgin tour, Madonna sang a few lines of what Michael Jackson song? Billie Jean. It's three to two. It was during Polly. Like a Virgin, by the way. Yeah, yeah, in her Like a Virgin performance. Yeah. No, I'm just, yeah. just, one, I'm just one-upping. <laughs> Sorry, there's no extra credit given for one-upping. Category four, gal pals. Darren, with whom did Madonna perform a duet of a special rendition of the Sonny and Cher hit, I've Ugh. got you, baby. Why does he get all the easy ones? Well, I don't know that it's that easy. Because He's still behind, though. I've got two sub... Uh, I've, I'm going to have to... Re- can I reveal what my two choices are and then pick one? Yes. Yeah. Because I think it's either Sandra Bernhard or Rosie O'Donnell, and I don't know which one it is. You really don't. I really don't. Hmm. It's the first Maybe, one. Maybe, but I think it's Sandra Bernhard. <laughs> <laughs> and you're correct by by team uh, by... team help. Uh, Sandra Bernhard. By this correct. time, she'll have fucked you over. Polly, when Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell appeared on the Arsenio Hall Show in 1992, Rosie performed a parody of what Madonna song? Oh, crap. And if Darren gets it, he gets the lead. I don't either. 
92? In 92, Arsenio Hall Show, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, what parody? Uh, Vogue. Oh, Vogue. Yeah. And Polly right? wins the round. Okay, oh, round oh, two. Round. Round. round two. I it, can't believe we're almost out of time. Mad- no, 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 I'm going to win this. Okay. Madonna <laughs> album track listings. In this round, I will give you the name of a Madonna album. Your job is to tell me. We have four me, minutes to save the world. Your job, just told us. your job is to tell me the tracks on that album. The first contestant who cannot name a track on that album loses. Okay. Like <clears> a prayer. Darren, you get to go first. Like a prayer. Okay. It doesn't have to be in order. Polly. Oh, dear Jesse. Dear Jesse. Darren. Express yourself. Polly. Cherish. Darren. To death to a spot. Polly. Promise to try. Darren. Active contrition. Polly. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, that uh, is oh, not. Oh, act- oh father. Oh father. Close. Yeah. Keep it together. Polly. Hi, is there another one? Yes, there are two more. Oh no. And Darren knows them. Oh god. This is why I love Darren. Like he could probably say them in order. Like a prayer. Like a prayer. You have five. Four, three, two, one. Love song. Love song and? Oh, my God. Love song. Did we do Cherish? Uh, Yes. Oh, we did. Uh, We forgot one more. Love song. Track number 10. Oh, Spanish Eyes. Spanish Eyes. Thank you. Okay. And if we only have a couple minutes, we're going to skip. Oh, so Darren round one, round two. Polly round one, round one. Round three is the lyrics. will you come back on the show and we can talk more? Okay. Round three, the lyrics off. In this final round, your knowledge of Madonna, Madonna lyrics will be tested again. When it is your turn, you are asked to start saying or singing any line from a Madonna song. Your competitor has five seconds to jump in and must say or sing the next lines with you. What? So, start a Madonna that. song, Polly, at any part of a song. You could just say the lines. I can start a Madonna song? Just any. It doesn't do have to be at the beginning. Do? You have to jump in within five seconds. Oh, Same song. Oh. You can, you can sing or say it. Oh, my God. Take a bow. The night is over. I, I refuse to sing that song. <laughs> I only did it because pa- he hates pa- bitch. Pa- pa- Polly won. Darren won. zero. <laughs> I forfeit that. You don't like no. Take a Bow at all? Not at all. I so you don't like any song from Bedtime Stories? I do, but I don't really, Sanctuary? really don't like uh, Babyface stuff on yeah. that record. I love oh, Babyface, okay. but yeah. I just don't like his stuff with her. I oh. don't like the vocals. Yes. Interesting. Well, the only other one was, what, Forbidden Love? Forbidden Love. Yeah, maybe. I guess. I really like the one about her mother. Um, on that album? Little, uh, Promise to Try. No, no that's oh, not no. that album. Oh, uh, Inside of Me. Ooh. I don't think it's that one. Yes, it is. That it, is it is. It is. <laughs> that's, it's not from Erotica. It's right. from that type of story. I, I love Erotica. Okay. All right, Darren, pick a Madonna song. I Start anywhere. Something. Oh, um, pick oh, out. You want to try to stump Polly. Oh, G- good luck. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to try to stump him. Oh, I wish Jesus. I would have done something harder. Hmm. This is fantastic and a little scary. How much you chate. It goes up through my body, and you know I'm satisfied. <laughs> I did yoga and Pilates, and the room full of hotties, and you know that he you know, lost again. Chef. No, I'm sorry, I failed that as well. That was from American Life. But Darren does have an acoustic cover of Like a Prayer on YouTube. I do somewhere. It's so good, Darren. I love that song. Thank you. Okay, last one, and we have to end the interview. This went so fast. That's because I was late. Yeah. All right, and we'll, you covered for me. We'll do one more for track listings. Sort of. I, I'm going to try to. You know, the last time that someone came in after a long time, so Darren's first interview in a year, the last time happened with Martika. Oh, do you remember? yeah. We found Martika. We did this whole campaign called Finding Martika, <laughs> and then we found her. So that was awesome. Did <laughs> she so, just sit the mall? She was, she, she was at the mall. because where she, I am, always, always at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> she's in Cincinnati. We shot a television show together. Cool. Yeah, she, she's cool. She was at Forever 21. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, the Last album, one. the album, and I, I picked a stumper because I knew you two knew too much, mm. is You Can Dance. Yeah, what about it? What about okay, it? Okay, give me the song titles. Uh, Polly, oh, spot, Polly gets to start. Spotlight. Open up your eyes and see Spotlight. Um, mm, uh, oh, God, uh, over and over. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say that crap. Into the groove. Okay. Holiday. Burning up. No. no. I was thinking physical attraction. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Darren. Thank you so much <laughs> hey, for being pleasure. here. Absolutely. I'm so glad you came. You'll be back. Give me um, these questions. I'm gonna oh, retweet. Yeah. I'm gonna tweet answers, and I'll um, try to yeah. include you guys in the response. Follow Darren on Twitter that. at Darren Hayes. His one man show will be. Um, Touring the world in 2014. Okay, so I haven't even written it yet, and or, it's probably not going to happen, but it will happen. Or maybe yes. just once. Next week, we have Terry Nunn from Berlin. We have Shoshana Bean coming up. Ooh. Some of your favorite queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. Crystal Gale might come in the studio. You never know who might pop We'll up see on you at Palm Springs Pride. Who else can we find? Steve Perry, you're on my list. We'll see you November 2nd and 3rd. We are hosting Palm Springs Pride. Bye, everyone.
listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.